Hinweis. In times like these, being a citizen is a big job. Thank you for joining us to celebrate the virtues of self-rule and debate the state of our republic. Welcome to the Citizens Prerogative Podcast. This is the voice of your nerdy host, Michael Piscatelli, and we are blessed with a co-host whose passion for our republic precedes him everywhere he goes, Raymond Wong Jr. Vice, camera, I media just by saying so. This is episode number 48. We are in season three, and if it survives, the title of this episode will be Big Media's Disruptive Product. No puns, all fun, all day long. Until we talk about this this subject, this topic, uh, what a mess. Um, I'm going to run through some of our bullets here, try not to make it too much of a diatribe, but this is what we get right and i think we've made some points we're probably going to harp on them again and we'll we'll still edge into some new territory but what we get this is what we get with profit motivated niches and confirmation bias zones uh fact free information networks infotainment networks 24 hour news cycle about speculation about things that have yet to happen. Like, I've never seen so much junk. And actually, I don't even see a lot of it anymore because I filter it out. And we'll talk more about that too. Almost the pervasiveness of uh, reality TV, right? They saw a good product and they just went wild with it. And, and I think that I saw the inception of reality TV, which is really cool and totally worth one station's time in an hour of my life a week, but not what it is. It's just everywhere. They're trying to recreate that energy, right? That you're there, you're part of this real life situation, um, even with some of it's purely false. Exactly. I mean, if we just break down the two parts of that first bullet around the profit motive and then confirmation bias, the profit motive, you know, you get this rinse and repeat uh, industrialization, increasing efficiency product out of anything we industrialize. And the larger something is, the more industrialized the product is, you know, the, the process is to produce that product. That's, the, that's kind of where the profit motive tends to drive things. We see it in Hollywood. We see it with films. We see it with sequels and redos and yada, yada, yada. Why? Because, well, we have data that tells us this is pro- this was profitable at one point in time. Let's just bring it back now. Let's just make that money again. Let's rinse it off and repeat it. We see that with the stories, with the headlines. We see it with the cable news cycles, with the personalities, the topics they choose to drone on and on and on and on about. When things are actually happening in the world, when news really is happening, it doesn't take troops on the border of Ukraine and um, Chinese ships cutting off you know, internet cables to Taiwan to get to the headlines to override them talking about each other and themselves and their ideas and the potential futures rather than telling, reporting on what is going on. It's so much cheaper. It's so much cheaper, more efficient, right? To rinse and repeat. And like you said, Ray, why even bother? Why even bother? Like, I can just fabricate things. 
who's I, anybody in the media sphere, it seems these days can kind of come up with their own thing because so many of them are just entertainers. They're not actually reporters or journalists, right? (laughs) They can tell whatever story they want. So, and we don't know, we don't have any labels. There's no food labels. There's no media, right? right? They've been protected by the courts. The courts have spoken and said that some, some outlets can, can put a little disclaimer that says their opinion or they can argue that no one in their right mind would believe this, but that's the problem with mental health. It's rampant. It's a challenge for us all to get over. It's a daily struggle is to make sure you're aligned with um, some lens lens to uh, what's going on in the world. Yeah. Getting caught up in all of it, this soup of crazy high energy emotions. Um, And then there's the confirmation bias side of that. So I'd say, this is so nuanced and I don't, it's almost not even worth talking about when we have such blatant junk food on the airwaves, but you know, there are some people who will, will watch things and they may see the same stories that may have been circulated offline on the airwaves, but it's been spun, respun, weaved. I mean, this is what we used to think lying looked like maybe back in the heydays of journalism you know, (laughs) but now we call it spin. And then there's whole channels of this 24 seven and some people only watch it. And so that's when we get into this confirmation bias zone where, and we're only watching the things that we think are true. We agree with. Um, And the facts are there's multiple sides to every story. So if you're only, you're only taking it from one source, you're only looking at one side of the story. I I don't know how you're going to think, you know, what's going on or have any sense of the facts but that's another story and this whole thing isn't anything to do with facts or information watcher beware beware the energy vampires this channel will suck your life and may kill you i think that's the label they need to have oh you're thinking like uh, like smoking right the powerful smoking industry eventually had a disclaimer on their pack before the show comes on like hey just you watch and then this may kill you and then then it goes into the show (laughs) it's exactly right oh it's so bad i i i'm laughing but um i'm trying to add some levity into this no there's no levity when when they when they try to make you uh you know basically make us look at each other or hate one another and make us look at as, as less than human but i want I think people should understand that these news organizations don't think of us as human. They don't, they don't, they put this news, like you said earlier, they're entertainers, right? They don't care that what they're putting out in the, they don't believe what they're saying. They know it's wrong, but they're putting it out there and they think of us as ill-informed and it's our fault that we're falling into the trap of the system. Meanwhile, they have multi-million dollar salaries. So they're above any reproach. They won't feel the pain that everyday Americans will from the, from basically the carnage their entertainment creates. They are paid to deliver a product and they do it. And you're right. Um, those of us who eat the poison and die from the poison, I guess uh, all of it's on us. I liked your cigarette example. 
I mean, I think we know with cigarettes, we found out there's a little bit more to the story than my personal choice. It was kind of addictive, right? We found some additives, some chemicals were laced into the cigarettes. And so it wasn't just a matter of, well, you're just a sucker because you make the choice to buy the cigarettes is you probably got addicted from secondhand smoking while your parents were addicted and then you and your family is smoking. So then you smoke, right? And the media ecosystem is the exact same thing. (laughs) It's the exact same thing. It's like uh, you grow up around certain things and so it kind of gloms onto you. That's the environment you're indoctrinated into. Whether or not it's good for you and then you're addicted to it. Uh, without maybe even knowing. Uh, Some people know they're addicted and they keep going back, right? Um, So anybody, you know, to clearly place blame in that sense, because that's exactly right. They go to work, they produce a product, they go home. People at Philip Morris went to work, they produced a product, they went home. Everyone got paid. Same kind of media factory. And in this case, instead of nicotine, Instead of using tobacco, here they use cable news channels as the cigarette, as the tobacco. The nicotine they lace it with is fear and anger. Fear and anger. And, and misinformation, like carcinogens, like misinformation. I, there, was an, there, was an, there was a um, our Fox F episode that showed the worst places to live in America. And they actually were showing a map from the report. But the report also showed the best places to live in America. So they were showing the map of the best places to live in America portion, but talking about the worst places to live. And of course, it showed it showed San Diego. It showed the coast. It showed New York as terrible places to live um, if you only looked at the visual. But if you go to the actual source of the research, it's just simple anecdotal carcinogens i feel just like cigarettes little fuel they drop in there right to to stoke the fire to make people feel like they've made the right decision in judging the cities and they have full control of the assembly line of the product that they're manufacturing so they can make whatever they want and it's entertainment so the facts don't have to be there um the only thing they have to potentially protect themselves is some kind of liable suit, which they seem to do pretty well because it's just free speech, at least most of the time. So this idea that fear fear and anger are laced in their products, and it's important for us, we try to, again, take a step back, be strategic, be systemic in our thinking and our approaches to things, because you never know who who the devil's going to be on a given day, okay? I don't care what the product, the brand, whatever it is. It's more important to know the telltale signs, the the symbols, the rules, the indicators. So regardless of what packaging it comes in, regardless of what type of product it is, you you have the ability, you've developed some skill or sense as to understand how to assess it for yourself the quality of the thing, right? Should you ingest it? Should you let those ideas in your mind? Should you alter the way you think based on them, right? It's no different than should you eat that thing over there? Do you trust who cooked it or who made it for you? I mean, no different than the food you put in your body or the other chemicals that you'll ingest for various reasons. 
these thoughts are the same for your mind, right? It's, it's food or it's fodder. It, it either helps you grow or it's, or it's junk food. It doesn't help. It, it burns you out. You need a balanced diet for your brain. This is, this is really interesting that you said it as well, because people are obsessed about putting a mask on their face and taking a vaccine because they don't understand what's in it yet. We eat, we consume from shelves, you know, products like, I, I don't know, products that should be refrigerated, but you can pick it up off a shelf and eat it. You should really ask yourself, you know, what's in that product to make it last this long on a shelf with no refrigeration. Normally this product is, will spoil, right? So there's so much that's been happened to our environment. I, and I think that's the worry, right? So media is that same cognitive dissonance. If, if we started stepping back and looking what was in our food and our nutrition value, we might start looking at what's in our news as well. So that's why the news isn't going to talk to you about that. They're, they're not going to give you any, any ways to get to the bottom of what's really going on. They're, they're going to give you your opinion. And that's where we are now is this odd state where we said it earlier, Mike, it feeds you, right? Turn on the TV and then it just feeds you, like literally force feeds you whatever they had on their agenda and whatever they think the economy. That's exactly right. You turn on that TV and it's like a waterfall. Oh gosh, of pollution into your mind in some cases. I mean, obviously I'm being dramatic in my way, but yeah. And in there, it's just, it will include a link to this article. There's uh, I don't, I'm not entirely sure how reputable psychology today is here. I am in the confirmation bias zone. Cause I like this article. Cause it, it says what I was looking for something. I'd read something about this before about the addictive qualities of anger and, and fear and things like that. And so when you think about not only is it not nutritious, it's designed to keep you coming back for more unsatiated like you said ray no questions answered at all more questions every time you come back you're just hungrier every time you leave it's not just not it's not just that you're not getting what you need and you're going back because you're still hungry but there's something in it they've laced it with with anger with fear and and this article talks about the neurological physiological responses we have right to fear we, in our minds in our survival instinct inside of us we are kind of honed towards certain things because we want to avoid dying in the wild and so yeah fear anger stokes that area um one of the other one and there's another emotion that that tickles that area as well and it's all just Oh, it's our mistakes. We tend to remember our mistakes. Our mistakes stick with us much longer. We reflect on them more often um, than our successes. Um, and simply because it's the mistakes that are going to risk your life. So evolutionarily speaking, our memory puts bigger weight on our mistakes as well. So fear making you feel regretful or that a mistake has been made, you know, things of those natures. It begs the question. I have to jump in and just say, like, it begs the question that, you know, if we are animals, as we all believe, um, not everyone, but uh, then, then that means that the basic idea of um, of critical thinking starts with is that 
item, is that berry that I'm going to eat poisonous or is it safe? And the last time I ate, I, 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 I had that berry. I have to imagine and understand that I had it before and I had a reaction. So was, is that the basis for cognitive going above the lizard brain, right? That region of just trying to denote what happened the last time you ate a bear. You know, some of this stuff really goes back to some pretty basic uh, evolutionary fundamentals, um, and which is why they work so well. They're so pervasive. They go straight to your basic programming, you know, pass Windows into DOS, pass your Mac OS into your Unix, <laughs> beyond your GUI. I think it's time for a message from our sponsor. Here's a message from Citizen Do Good. As misinformation swirls in the cloud, and we hear the jeers of hate and drumbeat of lies grow louder in the distance, we must fully recognize and commit ourselves to the fact that self-rule requires unrelenting vigilance, an unwavering persistence that puts principle and reason above greed and hate. We place our faith in self-rule as the means to fulfill the promise of freedom and justice for us all. The time is now to deeply re-examine ourselves and our implementation of governance for the dawning of a new day. We are a proud sponsor of the Citizens Prerogative Podcast, a major partner in spreading the good word about civic love and the power of change for us all. At Citizen Do Good, we want to empower all citizens to participate in their republic in a reconstructive way. With that goal in mind, we need your help to stay on mission and grow this community. Please check out the shop at citizendogood.com. Pick up some specialty merch like a mug, hoodie, or stickers. If you don't need any things, awesome, you can still help us out. Just add to your cart some goodwill via a one-time contribution that'll help us pay for production and hosting. As little as $20 goes a long way, even with inflation. Feel free to share any suggestions you have directly through the Contact Us page. Thanks for your support. We studied this. We came across that idea that um, you know the human uh, neurology rewards that anger, and and it makes complete sense to me as I continue down my little animal uh, rabbit hole here. I know we're talking about media, but uh, but media, frankly, the leaders and the heads of media probably look at us as these primitive little animals because that's what they're leveraging. But you do think about anger and where it comes from an uh, original state. And so much of in the ecosystem, you know, throughout nature, you see intimidation mostly, mostly as the way things are settled. You don't see actual death in nature, right? That's inefficient. Um, a lot of the males, if you will, or the fee, whatever species, they actually just intimidate each other. They, 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 pop, they puff up, they, they, they scream loudly, they make noises, they dance. And if you think about it, that intimidation and anger might be rooted. And, you know, it's kind of, it's a beautiful thing at the same time, but dangerous. But if you think about in nature, those moments where they fight for a mate, and that's the essence of living for all of us, right? Um, and when you protect your your family or your child, or you you get in front of that situation, it's going to be a necessary emotion in all of us in nature. Um, but it's been harnessed, it's been hijacked, and it's time for all of us to get a, get our hands around it. That's a really call, good call out, Ray. I mean, 
again, it's just some fundamental things that they're hijacking and using, you know, using ourselves against us, really, at the end of the day. And uh, they get paid. <laughs> they get paid uh, to do it. So let's switch gears a little bit here. Um, we're going to ease into call to action. You know, this whole thing makes me, it's one of the very few times I would consider myself thinking to the good old days, or at least, you know, one little, one little snippet. Um, I don't want to return to all of history, but there was a point in time I remember growing up (laughs) when you knew you were reading a tabloid by its cover. Um, now it just seems like there's a, a blend of tabloid mixed into everything under every cover, you know, and someone, all of us, one, anyone needs to be skilled up and vigilant to be able to sift through it. Um, we've talked about sifting in several of our previous episodes, probably when we're talking about media, just because of this very issue, the fact that there may be facts, maybe truths, maybe useful information or wisdom or, sorry, I, I don't want to accuse the media of ever producing any wisdom. I can't recall. Since I can't cite a source, I'm going to strike wisdom from the record. <laughs> I don't think that's ever come out of there. Um, there's some things that we can do, right, as individuals. I mean, we'll express some thankfulness that, uh, what, OAN, Newsmax, some of these, these places that may not have the most reputable nature. Um at least at the start. <laughs> I don't know if they'll convert themselves into anything good. In any case, they're they're running into some headwinds to distribution. So um, that's some indicator. But I mean, we still have the problem that this is a very market-driven, profit-motivated thing, right? So whoever sells, whatever sells, sex or lies, <laughs> is what makes the money. So that's we have to be cautious. We have to implement our own controls for our own life. Use our free will if you're religious or agency if you're not. We need to to, to muster that, call it forth, and really choose what we're going to let in. We really need to seek out and select information for ourselves. And we need to have some sources that we trust and believe in. And I know we've talked about some of these action items in the past as well, um, but it's worth reiterating. And I think it's more important now than ever um, I'll just articulate one example from my life. Long story short, my cable internet's expensive, so I just get cable with my internet rather than internet by itself. And I get a DVR service. Great. I never really used DVR. I didn't want it. It just kind of came with the thing. Then I realized, wow, this is actually perfect because now I've just, I've consciously taken a step back and decided what news program do I actually want to see? And I only want an hour of it max. And I've gone out and I've selected the programming from local TV stations or otherwise. Um, and now I only watch it off of my DVR. I don't put on the TV. I grew up with the TV on a news channel all day, all night or something, or some channel, right? The TV was like always on. There was something on in the background. And I didn't realize, like I do now, how much Sometimes those ideas are polluting the environment you're in. You can't just, like you said, Ray, leave it on and let the stream, the flow, you know, just invade your entire environment. And then it's invading your thinking before you know it. So it's important to like have a dose, turn it on, turn it off, 
Get in, get out. That's how I treat Facebook. Got to get in, but get out. I got to have a lifeline. Oh, I can tell. It's beautiful. It's beautiful because I, I mean, this isn't a push for cable, um, but if they'll sponsor us, great. Uh, but cable, I might actually get cable because it makes a lot of sense now. I'm already paying for the internet. Why not get the cable service and use the DVR, the DVR, which would have an obvious benefit. So uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely looking at at that, I would also put in there that you should treat it like the food guide pyramid. And I don't know if we've covered this in previous episodes, but putting your putting your media, you know, you should have your uh, your your fodder, which is these major organizations with motivations, and you have that, and you could kind of put it in its base where it belongs. But then you have those very refined, trusted resources right at the top of the pyramid that you care about, that you know are giving you the good information. And we really hope we'll land up there at the top. Indeed. No, that's great. I like that idea of a food pyramid because now we can do an infographic. We should do an infographic. Yeah, everybody, let's all do this. Let's do whatever we can. I mean, my scenario is just one example. I know a lot of people subscribe to news services that get them access to articles on behind paywalls and stuff. So as we come across things like that, that are helpful to, ha- to help people figure out where to shop for information, get a handle on your media faucet um, so that we can all be in control of our consumption. We have to enforce limits on ourselves. It's just like eating, right? What we, <laughs> what we let into our minds, what we let into our bodies, same concept. We, we should be in control of that. And it's up to each of us to protect ourselves. So please look away, turn it off, tune it out, take a break. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. That's good. And, and while you're there, if you find the ones you like, make sure you support independent media. Cause the large, the big challenge is that the corporations are they're they're funding their sources and they're out there just fine. They don't need any help. But if you find a media source you appreciate and are, and they're accurate and they're independent, they may rely on, on our support as citizens. So make sure you vote with your dollars. Indeed. Yeah. We're in that we're small media, small business. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, artisanal stuff. Also cho- choose to be open to information you may not agree with. We all have to get out of our confirmation bias zones. Okay. Anything that confirms your bias, treat it kind of like junk food. If you want to, if you have to be addicted to anger, if you can't figure out how to get unaddicted to anger, just give yourself a little dose here and there, but don't live in the world of anger. It's going to shorten your life. Same thing with fear. All those, all those emotions that bring you down. Be cautious about what you let into your life that stokes those, um, especially if it's not people you love. So be in for, be open to information you don't agree with. Get out of these bias zones. Uh, it, do, it doesn't mean you have to change your position the way you think, um, but strategically, it makes sense to understand all counter arguments so that you can have a better sense of the whole landscape. You know, if you were a great military officer trying to win a war, you certainly want to be able to think like your enemy. This isn't a war. We're not enemies. But the same concepts and principles apply. We should understand the perspectives from every angle, especially in a democratic society or a pluralistic society where we're coming from different perspectives and we're trying to find common ground. 
so we we all need to be open to things we may not agree with period last but not least for the calls to action choose your time and your content with care i know it sounds like we're harping on this but it is it's your choice uh how you want to spend your time on earth and hopefully you don't want to spend the whole time angry and or possibly ignorant if you don't have a diverse diet for your sources of information. So pick sources that give you multiple perspectives covering any given topic so they can act as plot points in triangulating the relative truth among the stories. Just because one reporter wrote the story doesn't make it the truth. It's a version. We've talked about that in past episodes too. Aim to build a metaphorical salad seeking a balanced diet or diversified portfolio of information sources. If you're financial, think diversified portfolio. If you're food oriented, you want, you know, mostly greens, not too much. <laughs> Lots of vegetables and maybe some meat here and there a little bit. Keep track of your reputable sources. They're worth a subscription, just like Ray said. They're worth spending money on nowadays because who knows where your cable dollars or other dollars are going to. So just beyond picking a news site or a magazine, check out some of the new curated services. Uh, here we're mentioning Inkle, I-N-K-L, although that one comes through from Australia, so you're going to get a foreign transaction fee if it's not on your Capital One credit card. That uh, And, and there would, to be clear, we're not sponsored by Capital One, but also we are open to sponsorships. All right, that's going to wrap up our calls to action. We have been your hosts. Thank you to Mr. Raymond Wong Jr. Thank you, Mr. Piscatelli. I'd just like to point out that you're old enough that you finally say back in your day. <laughs> oh, wow. Age is just a number. Someday you'll understand. <laughs> this has been something, it's for sure. For information on this and other episodes, head over to citizenduga.com and click on podcast. While you're there, hit up the contact us page and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from the community. Special thanks to you, our listeners. We save the best for last. You are the best. You have been for years. Thanks for your support. We know it's painful and we love you. Intro music sample from OK Class by Ozzy Jock under Creative Commons license through freemusicarchive.org. Other music provided royalty free through Fesley and Studios, Inc.